HD1079 Life. James here with you, joined by our wonderful assistant producer, Riley Cooper. Hey, Riley. Oh, I'm great, James. How are you going? Great to have you here today. Oh, it's great to be here today. Mm. And Rachel hey. Park. Hi. Hi. How are you going? I'm good. It's great to have you back. Thank you. It's been a little while. I love being here. Thanks. Wonderful announcer and just darn good company. I am. Anyway, um, uh, lots to get through today. We've got lots of stuff to talk about, a lot of which has just literally just come up in the last 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Prior to, we had a whole bunch of things to talk about. No, this is way more interesting. But one thing I did want to ask about Riley after yes. we talked about this last week, Detective Pikachu. Oh, my God, yeah. Can you give us the, the review? <laughs> Have you seen this I movie? I did. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. Riley, you first. Okay. It was it was a good movie. Look, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I just liked it because, like, as a kid, I used to play, like, with the Nintendo Pokemon games. and that Was there such a thing? Yeah. What are you talking about? Nintendo, Nintendo Pokemon. You're yeah. shaking your head yeah. vigorously, Rachel Park. Yeah. Nintendo was, like... That's, like, where they originated. Because yeah. they were, like, pocket monsters and then they were Nintendo. Oh, were that, so they were a, a computer game? Yeah. Oh. I'm so shook that you don't know this. Well... This look, like look I, I, I think this we're getting onto this. This is this might be a millennial thing. Oh, millennial! And millennial thing, like it might be a millennial thing to play Pokemon on a Nintendo. Look, I think it's it's an everything thing. I think you just might be like, well, look, there's another on the back end. Yeah, well, look, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I, I get a flashback very easily when like there's another movie that's going to be coming up very soon, which is the live action version of Sonic. Oh, and I go yeah. right. Okay, no. Well, this I get. Yeah, that one doesn't look half as good though. No offense, the animation but who like good. approved the design for that? He's scary. It's looking. so bad, isn't it's it? Yeah. It looks real. In in a in an age where like CG is so good, like it's just so good. It looks really eight bit, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's he looked at that and went, "Yeah, this is a good idea." Mm. <laughs> That's and scary. the teeth. Like, apparently, everyone's commenting on the teeth. That's so yeah, they're right. like human teeth. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> What's I actually never played Sonic as a kid, so I have no idea what he's supposed to look like. Neither, but I know all this through my boyfriend, who was like an <laughs> avid gamer. Right, and he's really into Sonic. Uh not Sonic, just video games in general. Right. Mm. Rachel, Detective it, Pikachu. It was amazing. Amazing? I do question some of the designs of the Pokemon. Some of them transferred really well into, like, 3D. Some really just did not. Right. Yeah. Some were kind of creepy looking. Yeah. And I was like, like, the, like that main one, Mew, Mewtwo? Oh, Mewtwo, yeah. yeah he, I thought he looked a little bit weird. He looked... Why'd they give him human teeth as well? Yeah, exactly. And then when he <laughs> smiled, I was yeah. like, oh. I was like, I want to leave now. I'm I uncomfortable. Leave. Yeah. Is it, it weird? Is it like all of a sudden you're like feeding the ducks at the park and then one of them smiles at you? Is it that <laughs> level of weird? I like, think what? It <laughs> Was that happening human to you before? No, was, no. Okay, let me backtrack. I once saw a meme of that, of like ducks with human teeth smiling and oh, just going... Okay. And for the first thing, you look at it and you go... What's wrong with that picture? Because there's something seriously wrong with that picture. They go, oh, it's the teeth. Yeah. The best thing is seeing pictures of sharks with human teeth. Oh, Because yeah. they just look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good to look at. Okay. Have a look. All right. I have, to, I have to. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I really, You've really will. Here with Riley Cooper and Rachel Park, talking all about what it means to be a millennial. <laughs> we were talking just as we were getting started here today before um, we went live. Um, Riley and you were talking about, oh, that must be a millennial thing. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, I think self-deprecation. Yeah, as, like, as a humour trait is yeah. very millennial. Because so like, then we, I said about, oh, but does that mean then that um, Gilmore Girls is millennial? And then I think the answer to that is, yeah, it is. Because yeah. it came out in like 2002. Yeah, and they gave it the last season or the last episode or something like last year. 
Yeah, but because like they did another. It. I'm not going to lie. I've seen every season, I, and I don't doubt and it. also the specials. But like, um, <laughs> that they they yeah they redid it again in like 2017 or something. Yeah. Like that. They were or maybe even last year. Yeah, you're right. Uh, where they did like a year in the life where they then did like yeah you know, that's what it was copy summer fall autumn whatever it's there's four seasons in a year they have different names <laughs> for them in the US but um, uh, that was kind of like where the whole idea is that the daughter Rory um, at the at the time of where they um, did the the kind of the reunion special she ended up being the same age as the mum was when the original oh, okay. show was aired so it all goes kind of full circle I've a bit I've no idea what you guys are talking about there's I've a show called Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls I've never seen it I've never you've seen never, it either you've never seen it no so you're just talking and I'm like yeah I'm nodding and I'm Same. like yeah okay I'm Ooh. nodding but I'm not doing it as convincingly yeah. alright so this is a bit meta then because <laughs> I as the non-millennial have been talking about millennial values as displayed in Gilmore Girls which you have never seen which we've never seen no, I'm sorry <laughs> I was raised on like Friends, which isn't even like a millennial Same. thing. It's just like no. vintage millennial. Was that That's like yeah. early 90s. That's like yeah. Seinfeld, Mad About You era. So yeah, they do. They do reruns. Yeah. We were okay. raised on reruns. That's what the Pretty millennials much. were. Yeah. So yeah. Is, is like Friends on Netflix now? It's on Stan. Stan. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Fraser's on anything though. No. Or Seinfeld. I loved Frasier. I actually Frasier's never great. watched Frasier. Oh, Frasier's it's Frasier. It's amazing. It's not Frasier. It's Frasier. Frasier. Sorry, guys. Frasier okay. Crane. Frasier Crane. Frasier Crane. Oh, right. oh, yeah, no, I never watched that either. <laughs> Who was a psychiatrist on the radio. Oh, my God. This is Dr. Frasier Crane. I'm oh. listening. You sound like Bane from like Batman <laughs> a little bit. I was like, That's, I would not it's the only. It's the only voice I know. <laughs> It's the only voice I know. Fact, voice I was talking deeper. to my sister the other day, and she's doing a, a play that's um, going to be put uh, on going on in Melbourne. Oh wow! Uh, uh, in a in a few weeks' time, and um, and she was saying, "Oh, I should have got you in to do the voiceovers. I needed an American voiceover." I said, "That's the only voiceover I can do." So. Which is the this summer voiceover? Oh my God. <laughs> That's the only one I could do. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, but anyway, Rachel Park, for you, what is it to be a millennial? Uh self-deprecation. And like, how does what does that look like? It's like because you could go, "Hi, I suck." Like, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> I mean, I did do that. You mess up and you say, "God, I am trash," and then you just walk away. Like, it's just you saying, and you trash. say it in what like a deadpan way. In a deadpan, yeah. I am trash. Like. That's okay, and then people around you go same, and that's that's how the conversation that's the millennial goes. Millennial, I am trash. Experience. Same, I am trash. Same. Yeah. Or you point at a trash bin and you say same. Somebody falls over, you say same. Like it makes no sense. Well, same mood sense for us. everything. Mood, big mood. Yes. Yeah. What mood? Mood. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. yeah. What? Huh? As in, like, if if <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What is it? If a bird smashes into a window. Okay. Okay. Can we just go, slow down mood. a second? I'm totally. So what? A bird smashes <laughs> yeah. into a window. Yeah. You go big mood. Yeah. Meaning what? It's just, it's just like relatable. You re- yeah. You relate. Relatable. To the, you relate yeah. to the bird smashing. Oh, okay. The oh, I, like current mood. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, not current mood. No? You just say mood. <laughs> yeah. Big mood. That's all it is. You're saying like I can relate to this experience right now on like a subconscious kind of level without physically relating to it. Yeah. If somebody rocks up to uni in tracksuit pants and a shirt that says I don't care, you go big mood. That's okay. That's it. That's different to normal mood. That's just no. It's a big mood. Take you relate entirely to that. Yeah, mood's just kind of like half relating. Big mood's like I fully relate. Big so mood's is it relation. is it yeah. accentuating the negative? Like, does anyone go with the t-shirt and go, "I'm so happy," 
or something. I mean, or a Mr. Happy, like Dr. Uh, whatever, not Dr. Seuss, you know, like Mr. Men t-shirt. Like Mr. Ha- Although no one ever wears that because no, it's no. because we're Because it's not seven. self-deprecating enough. Yeah. I mean, you can do it ironically. You can like <laughs> you wear can like a happy face shirt and then, you know, everyone's like, is that ironic? You go, hell yeah. And then yeah. you go, big mood. Big mood. Yeah. No? Yeah, kind of. I, don't, I, mean, sort of. I, I can't do it, can I? I haven't got I it right. Mean, if, like, honestly, if you pointed to anything and said that's big mood, at least somebody in the room would be like, yeah, I understand. Like a tree. I know tree. another word he's not going to yeah. get. Yeet. Yeet. My dad didn't understand what a hot minute was the other day. <laughs> I was like, man, it's been a hot minute since I went to Mount Lofty. He's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And what is that? A hot minute is when it's been a while. It's been a hot oh. minute. Why don't you just say it's been a while? Well, because hot minute sounds like just cooler it's just better okay it's just better it's just nice to have a, an adult go what are you talking about then you're like oh you wouldn't understand okay so besides self-deprecation and catchphrases i'm really not <laughs> getting a real sense of what being the identity of a millennial is or is that it that that's pretty much look yeah that's, that's pretty much it. it being poor as well being poor is a big one yeah being poor. and then you talk about how you are poor then people say it's a mood big mood yeah <laughs> Like the millennial uni experience is just being thousands and dollars of debt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a really. And even if you're not in uni, you're still somehow in debt. Okay, okay, we well, cracked it. Good, well, yeah, good. Yeah. You, that is your, now your pocket guide to being a millennial. <laughs> Be <laughs> self-deprecating <laughs> and just say big mood a lot. Yeah, and yeet. Point to anything and say big mood yeah. and yeet. Yeah. All right, basically. great, good, sorted. That was Kygo and Rita Ora from Detective Pikachu, the movie. Oh my God, what a movie. Did I put enough gravitas into that? I reckon you did, enough, Did I channel enough drums. Morgan Freeman? Can you imagine if Morgan Freeman did um, cinema voiceovers oh. for like Marvel or Nintendo? Oh, I don't know. Boy, is this is part of the Nintendo universe. <laughs> We would have laughed if we said that about Marvel. You know what I mean? Part of the Nintendo universe. The Nintendo Marvel is part of the Nintendo. What? No. What? Because Detective, this now opens up a whole new range of things that could possibly be happening in the yeah. Nintendo universe. I wanted to chat about our new podcast that we're doing at the moment. Rachel, you're involved in one that's going to be coming out soon, one that we're doing with St. Aloysius, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Um, Katie Panton, uh, who you know very well, oh, um, yeah. Riley Cooper, you were at school together. She uh, worked, uh, you know, and she was really involved in this one. She actually, like, co-scripted co-produced the one that we've just put out oh, so wow. Oh, wow. um what like basically what this is is that this whole idea of school life being like that term can mean like literally anything to anyone and everyone thinks of school life probably the first thing that you guys would think of i mean what's the first thing if i said to you school life riley cooper what would be the first thing you'd think of people people like what like friends As in like your cohort Right, your group, your like year twelve group. Yes. Yeah, cool. How about you? What would you think, Rachel? Uh, probably uniform, because that uniform? was like most emphasized at school I went to. <laughs> like <Yeah>. so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I guess that's part of the point that like it, it, school life experience can be a bunch of different things. So yeah. we wanted to do a podcast through HD that did kind of like a long form thing that was all conversation, and we kind of do a lot of field recording and get get out to the schools and sort of within the everyday school of of the school life of what everyone had and tried to document what each school and each individual each cohort had as their stories you know for that that time um so katie and i we did one for st gabriel school which is a primary school it's the only primary school that we're working with this year uh which is for the first episode because they do this um thing every year called caritas carnival which is where they raise money for caritas um but they do this thing where the year sixes and the year six well they're now sixes because that's the now the final year year sevens and now in high school yeah yeah 
So they um, uh, put on this this event as senior class to raise money. And it's really amazing. And it really got us thinking about, you know, when you have those really positive experiences when you're in kind of year six, year seven, where you really do see uh, you get a lot of confidence about what you want to do. Something happens where you realize, oh, no, I can actually I'm actually good at this. I might actually consider doing this more in high school or whatever, like interests that you develop or maybe ways in which you actually think you can make a positive difference kind of in your school or in your community or something. You get a sense of purpose about what you want to do. And we really did see that a lot with these kids anyway it was it's it's really amazing so the podcast itself um documents kind of their preparation for what they do into the carnival itself and there's a few kind of twists and turns along the way because a lot of things that were planned for don't actually happen and a lot of last minute changes need to happen but i wanted to take the opportunity to play you a little sample of it to see if you like it and if you like it you can subscribe to it on itunes or spotify or soundcloud or wherever you get your podcast so here we go so it opens up with katie um this is a little bit of a a way into it um but uh, you kind of get a bit of a, a bit of a sense of what's going on here we go part of being a house captain at saint gabriel's is having complete responsibility over the program and the running of the caritas carnival but at this point james was still a bit unclear as to what this all entailed now to start with before we get into all that stuff though i probably need to know what the caritas carnival is can anyone give a really good description as to what it is yeah um, a Caritas Carnival in our school is basically, it's based on the Project Compassion. Project Compassion is like a company that helps the poor and it basically just helps and improves their lifestyle. Well, what sort of stuff does Project Compassion, you guys are doing all this stuff to help Project Compassion, what do they actually do in these kind of communities? What do they actually do to help? Well, um, if people need help, say, Peter, he has a disability of walking, so Caritas, Caritas came Is to Peter his a real village. person? Yeah. Okay, good. Just checking. <laughs> he, the Caritas came to their village and helped them because Peter had to walk a long way and for 60 um, years his his um, village hasn't had good water. Wow. And where's that? Um, Solomon Islands. It was really early days in terms of the planning. I mean, they'd only just started working on it a week or so before, with the carnival itself scheduled for the end of March, so still about a month away. Which, to me, didn't seem like very long. But that being said, even within one week, they had already made a lot of progress. So, um, our group is working on Peter. Okay. And, um, some of our ideas, um, uh, to relate to Peter, it's it's fun to do, but it's also um, to raise awareness about what Peter's lifestyle is like. So we supported Nguyet, which in, she's from Vietnam and she's a teenager. So she's been isolated for 14 years. She can't really see and that kind of prevents her from having a job and education because she can't really see properly. We've come up with some ideas and one of them is, so she has a business and because she's blind she has made paper flowers and stitched up doll dresses Mm -hmm. and she sells them for a business. So on a piece of paper people can design a dress for a doll and we're going to collect all the designs and see which one is more suitable. We're doing um, Tati from Indonesia and like her forest is like it's not doing well. Tati tries to um, help it by like 
making souvenirs and like selling them. He's trying to um, protect the endangered animals like the orangutan, the rhinos and the tigers. Wow. She, um, That's a huge responsibility yeah. to take on. She has this group that she goes to the forest with. Um, they just try to protect it, not let anyone destroy it. Mm. And um, their, their village is um, pretty poor, so they try to make souvenirs. Like they would knit um, orangutans or like the special things that they hold in their village and they would sell it and then they would have some money to like if the frost was shrinking then they would buy some more plants and grow it there okay to make it and what are you guys going to be doing to for the for the carnivals um we're, we're thinking of a scavenger hunt where nice. we hide plants like um specific plants around the school okay and students have to find it and they bring it back are you a bit worried that people are going to start digging up just random yeah. trees and <laughs> yeah. plants and stuff? Yeah, but we'll... Uh, Have the we'll, grounds crew been told about this yet or they'd be pretty, pretty nervous? Okay, not yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll keep the They're okay. fake plants, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they bring it back and then they, um, they get a prize. I mean, do you think that things like this are really important for kids at St. Gabriel's today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's teaching others, like the people around the world, because, um, like, say, little kids, they might not know, they only know about their family and their friends at school, not other people. Right so on. we kind of, like, teach them about what people have to go through. So James went back to check in a week before the carnival to see how preparations were going. The students were quietly confident in a kind of understated way. I think it's going to be fairly okay. Fairly okay? You're not aspiring to greatness? All right, so that's a bit of a sample as to kind of what it sort of sounds like. So a lot of student voices in there, which is really great. They all sound so cute. <laughs> like they just sound so sweet, but they're still like knowledgeable about everything. The, the thing that really struck me about it all, like the whole way through was that um, um, you kind of imagine that if you, a group of year sixes and they're putting on a carnival, they'd be more focused on the whole idea of it being a carnival, the yeah. fun so side of things. But what they were really into right from the start like the the conversation kind of starts a bit before we started that clip but they're more interested in this whole idea of the kids and at the school and also their parents and families and bigger community to get a sense of what the people who they're actually doing the fundraiser for are going through so all of the different activities they do represent something that's happening in the lives of the people that they're sponsoring it's pretty amazing that's like insane. it is and so these kids are now going to go into high school as these really kind of socially aware young people yeah who are kind of like committed to sort of like making a difference. And there's a bit, I, won't, I don't want to give away too much, but you can really see that start to, to shift and develop even more so than where it is right at the beginning uh, and what the whole experience does for them. It's, it's really cool. So School Life is what it's called. If you look for School Life podcast um, on any of your podcast platforms, it's there. We'll put a link on it too on our um, Facebook. Just go to Facebook, look for ArchD Radio. If you're not already joined up, follow that page. So that's all good. So, yeah, fun. It's great. It's great fun to do. And more and more are going to be coming out um, over time too, which is great. Riley Cooper and Rachel Park are the guest announcers today. Uh, Riley, we were having a little bit of a chat beforehand about netball umpiring. <laughs> yes, we were. Now, this is, a, this is actually, this must be a big thing because... I mean 
like netball being like the most popular participatory <laughs> that, <laughs> that word that word sport in Australia yeah. um, there must be a lot of people especially yourself sort of like teens late teens who are like umpiring young students doing netball yeah like a lot of people do my sister does it I do it quite a few of my friends do it as really well. yeah it's really like because it pays well what like 30 bucks a game so it's like 30 bucks an hour i should have gotten to this mate. Do, you, do you know how to play netball uh i have like an idea i played it in primary school mm. yeah, they'll, yeah they'll get you through it's all right they'll ask have you just played do it before? yeah just do it yeah you can wear fluoro You're you mean. can have long yeah. socks <laughs> why is it a prerequisite for most of your jobs like you need to have be able to wear fluoro and like long socks well i have to wear fluoro and no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wear fluoro and long slocks to this job. Long Just slocks. <laughs> All right. What's a slock? Can you can you tell me? <laughs> Is it like a sloth? A sloth. Please show up to work one day. Just it's a it. long sock. Yeah. A oh, slock. oh, okay. That makes I think sense. that might oh. actually be a real thing. A slock. Yeah. What was it when Kaylin was in the other day? Yeah. She's going. She came in and said. Uh, Hey, check it out, James. Sneeze. Oh, my God. Yes, it's sneeze. You were here for that one. Yeah. Sneaker jeans. Sneakers with chains. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> Needs. Oh, Ew. my God. No, Just because you're like this black leather outlaw, Rachel Park. Yeah, I am. <laughs> cool, thanks. I've got standards, okay? You would you would never wear sneeze. I, I just hate the word. I hate the way I think it looks. It's a crime. I hate the word. Do I hate what it stands for? Yes, I do. So you say sneeze and I think of like, you know, the Lorax and you made those sneeze. Oh, yeah. Shne- yeah, it's sneeze. Yeah, yeah. You guys were talking yeah. about for that for a moment. I was like, what? I want to buy a sneeze. Is it sneeze, as I say? I actually a sneeze. I've forgotten. Everybody needs a sneed. Oh, because there was a movie, wasn't there as yeah, well? The Lorax, yeah, yeah. I'm just familiar with the classic book. Oh, okay. Oh, classic no, literature. Okay. So, how did it all begin for you? How did you get into the the, oh, the, the okay. crazy roller coaster world that is netball umpiring? <laughs> okay. So, I started umpiring when I was like in year eight. I reckon for life being it only. It's a social netball club. Okay. And their only prerequisite is they ask, have you played netball before? And you say, yes. And they go, you're hired. And that's it. Wow. Like, that's the end. I wish job like seeking was just like that. Oh my God, I know. Have you had a job before? Yes, you're hired. Like, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Did have you me- find your way here okay? Yeah. Yes. Have you shopped here before? There's yes. your desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it was so easy. And like from there, I, I'm hiring like little kids, like little primary school kids, mm. which went up to like year seven. And then I went on to mixed senior opens netball right which is guys and girls who have no idea what they're doing who have no idea what they're doing because it's uh you know social netball Uh and they all think they know how to play and so it's basically just like 20 year olds abusing me for like 45 minutes while they play their netball games and i'm like (laughs) see this is the thing isn't it because you get abused oh yeah you get given a really hard time only if you're like a major pushover like i'm a really like i enjoy the game and i have a good like laugh with everybody but if somebody is like you're like has a go at me i'm like get off the court like i have no can you yellow is it a yellow card can you you can red card card people in netball yeah you can yellow card them and you can never (laughs) never had this happen to me but i played primary school netball can you imagine like red cutting like a five-year-old yes <laughs> like, man some coaches get so intense for primary school netball they like do. it's primary school. Oh, i've seen it They're i've like, seen get behind coaches quicker and you're like i just got here yeah exactly oh my gosh it's insane and i had like one guy um literally one guy yeah on sun saturday actually i was on the opposite court and i could hear him screaming at his child and i was what like, age are we talking about here i think they were like 
Pshaw, year five, so like ten. Ten, oh, yeah, geez. ten. Was abusing his child, like full on screaming, up. and I was like on the other side of like the whole court thing, as in like it was my court and then another court, and he was the other court, and I could hear him. So this is, so this isn't club. Are we talking about club now? Are we talking no, about this school? Is school. This okay, is and what, school. what, what, what schools? Like what school ages do you do? Like at all? Or? Uh, all of them, pretty much. I don't like doing the really young ones because they have different rules, which I think is stupid. Why? What sort of rules are I, different? Okay. So I think I've changed it now, but it used to be that they could be, they had to be four feet away. <laughs> a referee speaks. Are, we, are you allowed to break your silence oh, yeah, as no. a referee and actually <laughs> talk about what it is? Man, the association is going to like take me in my sleep. Like, you are going to be. They're looking for me, man. They're gonna take away your badge and your keys to your squad car. Oh, oh yeah, man. They're definitely they're gonna take my jacket that has umpire written on it. Roll wow. out. Do you really do have one of those? I do actually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Keeps me warm when it's cold and raining. Indeed. Alright, so okay. So what's so this is so you don't like doing the rules. So what's different in the in the rules? Oh, it's so stupid. So um what do you think just now it's the ball, but what it used to be, like last season, was that they could be like four feet away. So usually it's three feet. But that wasn't bad. Four feet away from what? From the person with the ball. So I guess obstruction as in you're too close if you're four feet away. Okay. For young four kids. feet. So, so three that's, that's about their height, essentially, isn't yeah, it? The height of one of the, yeah. those kids, yeah. yeah. And three feet is about a metre, and that's the usual rule for everybody else. But they had four feet. And they had that only one person could be defending the ball at any one time. So if there were two kids both defending the ball, one of them had to, like, go away. I remember these rules. It was so stupid, because, yeah. like, you're teaching these kids nothing, effectively. And they're allowed to just, like, shuffle up the court. Like, as long as they didn't run up the court, I remember shuffle people up doing the court. that, and I'd be like, is this allowed? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, the rules are so confusing. They could hold the ball for five seconds instead of three seconds. I just think it's stupid to, like, yeah. teach kids. With- That's amazing. So, as, a, as an umpire, you're having to keep switching your yeah. your your brain of going, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. Because if you then go, so when does it change? What year does that uh, change in? Yeah, I think it's three. I'm pretty right. sure. But it's only for club netball was the netter rules. Right. Which is weird. And is it, do you enjoy this? I is don't it enjoy, fun? I don't enjoy netter rules, but I enjoy regular rules. Yeah, I mean, like, the actual umpiring itself. I'm not, oh, yeah. Let's, we're getting down into the weeds with the rule book yeah, here. Yeah, No, I do, on a regular day, because on a regular day, I'm pretty pretty upbeat, pretty having a good time, having a good laugh. Yeah. Make, make the kids smile. If I make a child who, like, starts the game stony-faced smile at any point throughout the game, my day is good. And that's, like, my goal. We've got to go, or some millennial go. alternatives. We've got to eat. We've got to eat it out of here, boys. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god, that was amazing. It was so much better. Let's roll, boys. Let's roll, boys. Yeah, okay. With that in mind, uh, Riley Cooper, thank you so much. Great to have you here. Thanks, James. Uh, Rachel Park, always such a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks. Great to have you along. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 1079 Live for more of your music. We will see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye. See ya. (laughs)